There are brachas that the land has. There are brachas that the rest of the world don't have, doesn't have. Betal, Betal, Uvamata, Uvavladis, Bahama. In the in the video that said when Maisha Shani is brought, so we thank Akadjabaru for the land that he has given us. There's a special bracha of Tal and a special bracha of the dew and of the rain. Vlados Bahama, and there's something different about the animals that are that are born, that are birthed in Israel. Kashinish Batlava Sainu Erud Zovas Cholovudvash. Khazal Sekadeshitain Tam Bepeiris. That the fruit of Erzisol has a different taste. There's a Tam Bepeiris. We know that Chazal tell us that until Mashiach comes that we don't truly taste the time of this world, of this world. We're not able to taste the time, our payers. Since the Chor Mesa Mikdash, we're not truly able to taste of this world. And remember, tasting of this world doesn't mean Chas Shalom, a world that's separated from the other world. Because only when the two worlds are together, only when the two worlds are together does this world have the, the tam, the real taste, the real tam that it could have. When when the two worlds are separated, so in Shemaim there's a loneliness and there's a there's a lack of tam on some level. 
without this yichud being being perfected between above and below, there's something in the higher world. That's even though the higher world is a place of perfection, but the tachlis is the connection with this world. And the union of Ein Melech Beloy Am, there's, there's no, the king is not a king without his people. Means that just as in this world there's a time that's missing, then Kivyoch not in Hashem himself, Chas V'chalim. Not talking Hashem himself, but the Shechina. The Shechina is, is, is wearing dark clothing because the time is not a time until there's the Yichud of Elyon V'tachton. So that's manifested in the animals in Ezzesel. Ezzesel is described as Ezzesel's Cholov Udvash. We spoke a little bit about that, the Indian of milk and honey. What does that mean, that it's flowing with milk and honey? There's something unique about the taste of Ezzesel. In Ezzesel, even before Mashiach comes, one can have a little bit, a little bit of a preview, a little bit of a Toyameh Chaim the time of the Peus, and the in the in the dew and the rain and the Vladis and the Vladis Behema. In all the physical existence in Israel there's a certain time that's missing in Chutzlaritz. Even now. Yachas Eretz Zavas Cholovudvash this relationship, this connection between the land of milk and honey, to the haftochas, the promises that Hashem's Bach made to the Ovis. Hashem swore to the Ovis that, that even before Mashiach comes, there's going to be something extraordinary, something different about the land. And this is very, very accurate. Rav Kook says, an Am Shofel, a lowly nation, a people who are degraded and low. There is no need for an expansive life for an expansive, broadened, delicious life. And not only that, Vaitaziklo. Vaitaziklo means that, just, just to use it as a muscle, <clears throat> a primitive person. Imagine if you take, uh, you'd find someplace deep in the jungles of the Amazon somewhere. I don't mean the website, Amazon. I mean the, the real Amazon. If you would find, you know, some Arisk of Afrindika tribe, you know, over there, and and you'd and you'd you say we're so happy to meet you, and and we'd really like you to try some of the things we have, and you'd bring out some of the gashmis, you'd bring out some some sushi and some uh, <laughs> fancy foods that have a shvirsa kale. The same way that if you would reveal to them certain concepts and certain ideas, the that. They're living. They're living, Mamish, in a very, very, in a very simple, in a very simple, primitive way. And if you reveal to them, if you reveal to them sophisticated, sophisticated, fancy things, Mamish, yes, I can. 
the members of Shvisa Kalim. They, 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 not only would it not advance them, not only would it not, not only would it not help them. It, it, it could, it could, it could cause hezek. It, co- it can cause damage. What Rav Kook is saying here is so different from the way that most people, even Talmud Chacham, think. What he's saying is that we see that the Torah is giving brachas of Eretz Yisrael. The Torah describes what Eretz Yisrael is and especially what it's going to be when Mashiach comes, we see all kinds of physical descriptions of bracha, of wealth, of, of taste, of beauty. There are many, many Jews, even Talmud Chacham, who think that the tachlis of Torah is that a person should be separated from the world. And there were tzaddikim throughout the generations that because of the, because of the matzav of Golis that they, that they needed to do that, that's a separate discussion. But the tachlis of Torah is that there should be that there should be a meeting between heaven and earth, and and not like you have a person that's lost in Gashmi. It's like now, many times I, I I've stopped my children from saying this. That there's a lotion. Sometimes somebody will have something that tastes good, and they'll say this is heaven, and they and then before they finish saying, they go oh because I, they look at me and I'm ready. I said this is heaven. This is heaven. A piece of pizza is heaven. What are, you, what's, what are you talking about? That's not heaven. That's earth. What you're saying is that it's a better part of earth. According to your humble tastes, this is a chashiva part of earth. But to say that this is heaven. Oh, when we were kids, there was the commercial for Maxwell House, the heavenly coffee. It was the heavenly coffee. al <coughs> is the brach of the tachlis is taka to taste heaven and earth. Kimea shemaim That's the tachlis. But it's not what they're talking about, that this is a heavenly piece of pizza. The tachlis, the tachlis is that with, that with that union of above and below, that everything in this world is infused with dvar Hashem. Like the man. That was a dogma. The man was a was something of a an example, a dogma of that Mitsias of Kimeha Shamaim Al Dvash is the significant word. And the description of man, the closest the Torah can get to the closest human language or the language of Lashon HaKadosh, the closest it can get to saying what the man is, it's Sapichis Gedvash. Dvash. Honey. Honey. Rav Kuk says that La'am Shofel ain't Tzarek B'Achav Zechari. La'am Shofel, for low people, you don't need to have a Hachav Zechari. There's no, in other words, a, an expansive physical life. Vaitazik lo. You see what happens when you give one of these, one of these, one of these uh, like these basketball players, these mutations. When you, when you, when they get all of a sudden, you get this. You give this guy like 150 million dollars. A Tazaklo. He had a relatively good life when he was growing up. Oh, of course, there were shootings and drugs and all that stuff. But, but he was on the ball. He was on the basketball court. He was having a good time, and he was pretty happy. And, you know, that was that was his life. And he lived in that Simpson, and he got himself, you know, uh, got himself a. Uh, 
uh, something to eat, and he had he had a, a, a beer and a gandik, and he was done. Now you give him one hundred fifty million dollars. He doesn't uh, musik, what it means one hundred fifty million dollars. And and I, I don't know if any study was ever made on this. It's uh, probably a hundred fifty million dollars study that was made to find out what happens to these what happens to these uh, to these uh, primitive people. Uh, these athletes, when they get all of a sudden $150 million, I'm assuming that it's not such a good thing. It doesn't, it doesn't usually work out so well. Otazikla. Achava, these are people living in Simpson. And the whole Metzius is a Metzius Mitzum Tzemes. And when they all of a sudden, or even if it's not all of a sudden, when they're exposed to Achava Zechayim, they, they, they don't know what to do with that. And there are many, many Jews, Hashem Yerachim, who are afraid of Archav Zechayim. You see this even in certain different Torah and certain things, some very fine Jews, that the fear of Archav Zechayim, what could money do to a Jew? The Torah says, there's a danger. Of course there's a danger of getting fat and forgetting God. There is a danger. There's no need for a broad, expanded life. For a nation that's that's uh, low, for a lowly people, it could even cause damage. But the brach of Hashem, of all that's extra, and gedusha means filled, filled with brach, yisayir and gedusha, the brach of Hashem. If that bracha of Hashem, which is Yaseir and Gedusha, when Hashem touches something with His bracha, it becomes not just that it's a, an apple or an orange, it becomes the apple, the orange. Not just that it's a piece of food, not just that it's a piece of land, it becomes the greenest piece of land in the world. It becomes the reddest apple, the most delicious orange. The most the most tasty piece of meat. But when that is in the hands of a lowly nation, it generally will bring to sleep and laziness. Laziness. It brings to laziness. When the Torah says that you're gonna get fat and you're gonna kick God, you're gonna kick away Hashem, it means that when when the Brachis when Birchas Hashem is in the wrong hands, when Birchas Hashem is in the wrong hands, it doesn't bring to creativity, to productivity. It doesn't even bring to simcha. It brings to it brings to misery. It brings to fritzes. And it brings to it brings to laziness. Lonum Vachekaatzlis, to fall asleep. Laziness brings to laziness. I know that I, I have never read anything, but I know that there are studies that have been made of people who win the lottery. The first thought that a typical person, a typical American person, would have if I would win the lottery, if I would win the lottery, the first thing would be, of course, I, I, I wouldn't work. But one thousand percent. If you would, first of all, my father never played the lottery. 
But if you would ask my father such a thing, would you would you have stopped working when you were? My father has no hasoga. What that means to stop working because you get money. Because atzlus of a person's life is far away from laziness, from atzlus. So then the birchas Hashem makes him more productive, more creative. But what happens when you put wealth into the hands of an Am Shafel? When you put wealth into the hands of an, of an Am Shafel, it means I'm not working anymore. When you put Birchas Hashem into the hands of a lazy person, <coughs> the laziness, the emptiness, the meaninglessness becomes, becomes greater and greater, stronger and stronger. Like I said a minute ago, since, for instance, with work, there's nothing that is pushing him or motivating him that's driving him to continue to be more and more productive, to work harder and harder, to be greater and greater. Things came easy to him. So when the Birchas Hashem, when the Birchas Hashem is in the wrong hands, it doesn't, it doesn't help. By Yosef Tzadik it says, Chazal Darsh in the Pasuk on Yosef Tzadik. Birchas Hashem hi It's a Pasuk in, in Mishle. Birchas Hashem hi velo Yosef etzev ima. The Brach of Hashem makes a person wealthy, velo Yosef etzev, it doesn't add any sadness to his life. Can you imagine telling him to a person, why should, why should Birchas Hashem make me sad? Why does it have to say in Pasuk, Birchas Hashem hi the Brach of Hashem, Makes you wealthy. It won't add. It's it's just Birchas Hashem. Like I mentioned to you uh, last week or two weeks ago, the Indian of Chalav and Tvash. And what is it that's unique about Chalav and Tvash? Again, I, I don't know science, but but the Swarma Kadoshim say that Hashem created these this Metzias of Chalav and Tvash as a Metzias. That is a mitzvah of Berchas Hashem Hitashia. That in its purest state, Chalav and Dvash, every single molecule is given over to the world as much as possible in its natural state. It doesn't mean the milk that's already pasteurized, but a mother's milk. A mother's milk, which is the, which is the Atzmius of Chalav. The highest madreg of chalav is chalav ha'aim. It's the highest madreg of chalav. Which even though it's not milchigs, it's not milchigs, but chalav, that nursing of the baby with the milk's mother means birchas Hashem hitasha. Now, the baby's the baby's digestive system is very 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 simple, and the same way with uh, with a primitive person, if you give him something that he can't handle, it'll destroy him. If you would give a baby something to eat, you have to be very very careful to give a baby to eat something that's too complicated, right? Cholov is the purest, most un- the mother's milk is the purest, most uncomplicated mitzvahs in this world that when the baby drinks that, the baby is able to be makabal that birchas Hashem, hitash. 
it brings only wealth. Anything else that you give the baby that comes in the bottle when it can, it can have all the Department of Health approvals. It's a lot batuach. Masha batuach, what's batuach is the, the, milk's, the, the mother's milk. It's a masha batuach. Chutz me that from the mother's milk is a lot batuach. With all of the approvals, it's not batuach. That it's going to be birchas Hashem in this world, before Mashiach comes, the brachas of Gashmias generally come together with pain and disappointment. Come together with difficulties. Ask any rich person, they'll tell you that. If they're honest, they'll tell you. But there's an etzev, there's some sadness. That is the byproduct of Birchas Hashem in the in an imperfect world. The Brachavet is so that it's Eretz Zavas Cholavu Dvash. Same thing with Dvash. We're talking about Dvash tomorrow and the meaning of what it means, Sadikat Tarma Yefach. We're not going to go into it right now. But the Bracha of Cholavu Dvash means when there's a perfect connection between the Mashpia and the Makabal, like the mother and the baby. That nursing of the baby is, in our world, that's the most beautiful, clearest example of Mashpi and Makabal. Even though uh, the Yichud of Chas Kala is a higher Yichud. But that comes also with Etziv. It comes with sadness. It comes with difficulties. It comes with two people who are very different trying to make things work out. And there are, there are a lot of... Uh, there are a lot of inyanim between the Zach and the Keva, which I don't have to explain to any married person or bring rise. Everybody knows that that's a Metzius in this world. But when it's the mother and the baby, the mother and the baby that's one Metzius in the world of Mashpi and Makabal, or Ein Etzev Ima. Ein Etzev Ima. The curse of this world is Safkal Sofen Bracious is what? Be'it Sofen Tochelana. By the chait of the Eitzadas, it says in Torah, you're going to have this world, and you're going to enjoy the brachas of this world. But the Rambam said, but it's going to be how, be itzavan It's going to be with etzef, with sadness. Mashpiyah makabel, all of the things of mashpiyah makabel, all the yichudim are going to be in this world, be itzavan tachlan. Husband and wife, it's good, it's good, it's a gavaldigi yichud, but they're in yonim. The closest example of Yosef Etziv Ima, where there's on some level, there's a hafka of that klala, of the curse of Bitzavon Tachlanda, is the mother and the baby, when the, of Chalav, which is the Indian of Chalav and Dvash. The Dvash we'll talk about more later on. That, that relationship of the mother and the baby's nursing, where the baby doesn't have a seichel to understand, but the baby knows. And with complete tmimus and pshitas, the baby knows that ain li almilahi shayin. I have nobody who I can rely upon except this lady. This is it. And if somebody slips the baby a gift certificate to go and make lot, this gunish is This is my only. This is my whole mitzvah. The baby knows I have nothing else in the world. This is my whole mitzvah. 
That's the bracha what's going to be when Mashiach comes between us and the Bari Island. That's the bracha that's going to be revealed. That we're going to be nursed by Hashem. <clears throat> in this world, the closest we can see this is by a mother and a baby. That's why nursing is a very, very harsh of a thing when it's possible. It's not always possible. It's a very, very harsh of a thing. It's the racious, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the opportunity for a human being to begin with a taste of what's going to be at the end. Of that yunika, of that yichud, of mashpi and makabal. Of the one who's giving and the one who's receiving. Where the one who's receiving has no delusions about the one who's giving. You and I will have delusions about that. Who's giving? So a person can forget who's the one that's giving us our brachas. You think that the panasa comes from this boss or from this thing, or from the economy, whatever it is. And then when it comes, uh, you're not, you don't see yourself as being a macabre from the burial. And then when it comes to getting up for diving in the morning, so you, 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 you think, you know what, I'm going to do the Baruch a favor and I'll go to Shul. I'm going to do him a favor and I'll go to Shul. I'm going to, I'll be Mashpiyat HaKashbaruch I'll give him a Taiva and I'll go to Shul. Not that it's a Taiva that he's Mamish nursing you. Every single second of your life, that of our lives, that we're drinking from Hashem's milk. But that Mitzvah of Cholav, of Cholav of milk, Cholav of Dvash, It's a metzias of mashpia makabal of yichud. When that is the way it's supposed to be, then the taste is a taste that is pure, that's on the highest level. That's kimer shemaim al ha'aretz. That's when there's a yichud between Hashem, the mother, the shechina, and knesis Yisrael, the one who's makabal. That's the mother drinking the, the baby's milk. Where, there, where at that moment, there's no other existence the mother, the mother has only the baby. That's all she's in that place with the baby. And the baby has nothing in her life except for the mother. That's all there is. That's why mothers who are nursing should be so, so careful not to Khalila, be listening to bad things or to be looking at bad things. Especially B'Shas Maisa when they're, when they're giving the baby to drink. It's such a, an Indian of Yichud between the mother and the baby. The milk. And that's why I mentioned to you that we see that Sisrei Torah, Pnimi is called Dvash V'cholav Tachas L'shaynech. It says in, in, it says in Sheh Hashim, Dvash, dvash V'cholav Tachas L'shaynech. <coughs> milk and honey, honey and milk is under your tongue. It means that you have to keep Sisrei Torah, you have to be careful not to talk openly about Sisrei Torah, about secrets of Torah. Why is it that Pnimi is called, why is it that the secrets of Torah is called milk and honey? Because when you when when you're in when you're learning Pnimis Torah, the yichud of Mashpia Makabal is very very clear. It's very very clear. With everything else that you're learning in Nigla, it's possible to forget the Bari Island. You can get lost in the sugya. You're learning a, you're learning a difficult sugya in the Zikin. You're learning something in. Uh, you're learning a Gemara and Bavabas and Bavakama. So you're learning everything is Mashbi Makabal, but when you're learning Nigla, <coughs> you're able to you're able to forget that there's a Bari Erlan. That's why I mentioned last time that unfortunately, tragically, one of the places where there's the most Yeshus and Gaiva is in the Bismedrish. 
The people are trying to show how smart they are, a lot of people. So you forget that it's a Kodesh Baruch, and you forget that it's Teresh Hashem. You forget the one who's giving you this milk. But when a person is learning Nister, when a person is learning Pneumius at Torah, then it's all Hinche Echad, Chaldim Everything is Echad, Echad. It's only, it's clear, because all of Sisvei Torah is only about Kodesh and Knesset Yisrael. It's the mother's milk. When you learn Pneumius at Torah, it's, it's the mother's milk. When you're learning nigla, it's all kinds of complicated things, all kinds of complicated foods, and therefore they have to be birurim, all kinds of birurim, because you can forget God when you're learning things, and you have to stop and you have to remember, <coughs> as the Sfarim tell us. It's very, very hard. You get lost in yourself, in your own ego, and all the chashbarinus of nigla. But when you're learning this, there it's called dvash v'chol of tachas it's called milk and honey. <laughs> like the baby that's drinking the mother's milk, because when you're learning Pneumis you could feel Hashem nursing you. It's not about other things. Everything is God, but it's covered with all kinds of garments. But when you learn Pneumis it's Hashem uncovered. It's being nursed. That's Dvash V'chol of Tachas L'Shoinach. The Baruch of Eretz Yisrael is a Baruch of Eretz Zavaz Chol of Dvash. It's a land that's flowing with milk and honey. <clears throat> and it's, and it's, it's designed for the Am Hayyeshavala, for the nation that dwells upon it, for Am Yisrael, not for the Umasa'ala. That's what we see that the nations of the world who have, over the years, occupied the land have been brought down by the land. They've been brought down by the land. They bring the land down. It doesn't produce for them. It doesn't produce for them, for our enemies. It doesn't produce for them. And it doesn't make them higher. It doesn't make them greater. Fakir. The It brings them to a lower, lower place. Because they can't have such a thing. They're not able to. They're not able to be nursed by the chalav and dvash, by the tal umata v'eretz Yisrael, by birchas shemayim v'aretz. And that's what Rav Kook says. By she'ein loy ma'erech, or teitzi'ei lo tarbus ra, teitzi'ei lo tarbus ra. When you give a person who's not ready for the birchas Hashem, you give him the birchas Hashem. It could take him to a bad place. It could go to, a, to it, could, it could it could destroy his life. You have many of these native primitive people that when they start to get bichas Hashem, it mamish ruins them. It destroys them. <clears throat> many people that came through the time of the industrial revolution in the modernized world that they left the villages and they came to the cities, their lives did not become happier. Once or twice, I, a few, over the years, I spoke. You know, there'll be a cleaning girl that'll be in the house. And, and I always like to ask, where do you come from? And, and tell me about where you come from. So they come from the islands. When the, I was talking to some one of these girls last year. She comes from the islands. And I, and I asked her, tell me, what is it like over there? What was life? And her eyes become, like, clouded over. And she starts to describe. It sounds like, like fiction. It's so beautiful. I, they were so poor that they... That they that they left, whatever, I don't know, they came looking here to get money. She, they, she comes here to get money, she says, to send back to her, her, her mother over there. 
to his family over there. But she she describes to me the pashtas of how they lived, and how simple they lived, and how and how beautiful their life was. And it makes me so sad. And she comes, she lives in some tenement someplace with cockroaches, and and and, and noise in the city. She, she told me how she lived by the water, and they lived like. And she told me how they lived, and they didn't. Have, they, they had to go outside for the woman. She says, but it was such a better life, such a better life. So here she came to America, and it's supposed to be birchas. Haaretz of America, and and what is it for her? It's a charb. It's a charb. Instead of being outdoors all day and, and being healthy, she's she's cleaning. She's cleaning some Jews' toilet. That's what her life has become. It's hachmanas. There's there's no hachana. There's no preparation. There's no, it's not the birch Hashem. It, it it could only destroy. In the middle of a sentence, he said, Rav Kook has long sentences, I'm sorry. However, an exalted nation, a holy, a holy nation, it's us. It's only befitting a holy nation to live a life of Harchava Sadas, a life of Harchava. Harchava Sadas, everything good that this world could offer. Harchava Sadas. A Chazal used such a lashon of Shleishad Machiv and Daito Shladim. So Chazal spoke about Machiv and Daito Shladim. There are certain things that when a person has, it brings him to Harchava Sadas. So, dear and no, right? To have a beautiful home. Chazal say, dear and no. Is marchiv daita shalodam. A dear and no, a beautiful home. Is marchiv daita shalodam. It means that the Torah is not afraid of a person having a beautiful home. Yiddishkeit is not against a Jew living in a beautiful home. There are some people who think that. Usually people who can't afford a beautiful home are the ones that say that. Yiddishkeit is not against having a beautiful home. And you could put your tchotchkes in and make it nice. Yiddishkeit is not against it. But Yiddishkeit is very, very worried about when the beautiful home is in the hands of a person who is a kleine kepala, who has a small head. Then it's not marchiv daito. Then it doesn't lead to an expansiveness in his life. It doesn't give him a deeper taste of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of the Yichud, of Shemaim and Arts. It takes him further and further away from Shemaim. But ideally, a dirana means that a person has a place to live where he's able to, he doesn't, he's able to have a room where he's able to sit and learn, doesn't have, sitting in one room, you look at these apartments in Yerushalayim and you know, how's it possible that the guy has 11 children in, this, in these dirahs, how's it possible? And they, it's amazing, they raise very big Jews in these tiny little apartments. If a person is, is a big badass, he could he could be a, a, big, a great person even in a tiny apartment. If a person is not a badass, you can give him you can give him the biggest mansion in the world, and he stays a small person. But ideally, that doesn't have to be a stira. A person, a Jew, should have a chavos adas, a dira na chazal an isha na. The person has an attractive life. So the way it sounds like when you learn certain from is that's the worst thing that could happen to a person. 
that a person should be cursed with such a terrible thing to have an attractive wife. Mechazal say that an ishana, an attractive wife, is a bracha. But it depends for whom. For Rabbi Akiva is a bracha. For another person who gets lost in the Gashmis of that, it's a clove, it's a curse. It's a terrible curse. For the wrong person, when beauty is put into the wrong hands, it's a terrible clove. It brings them further and further, and they're terrible. What is is it that awaits us, and what is it that belongs to us, and what is the way that it should be? And am nal v'goy kodesh, roi shiyich yechayim shalachav sadaas. It's right that we should live with our chavos adas. Lo alechem levadai. Not only bread, but the deeper meaning of this is kiim al berchas Hashem. Because if you separate the bread from Birchaz Hashem, you see, Am Yisrael knows how to keep those two together. The bread and Hashem. When it's, when there is that connection between Am Yisrael and, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then it's not, it's not Lechem Levado Yechiyodim. Kal Kal Moitzipi Hashem Yechiyodim. Birchaz Hashem Hita'ashya. And then it doesn't have to be just a piece of bread. Life of pleasure, a, ple- a, pre- a pleasurable, enjoyable, delightful life, meaning in Gashmias. That is used for the advantage of of inspiring and uplifting the soul, just the opposite. It lifts up the nation. It doesn't bring down, beauty doesn't bring down, doesn't bring down the nation. If you have a, I once mentioned how, how Rav Cook spoke about when he saw when he was, when he was in Europe, how he saw a Rembrandt for the first time in his life. He was so in this and there was so such uh, such light in a, in a physical object, such light like he saw in the Rembrandt that he saw when he went to the museum. So of course, the, 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 most of the things you'll read will say museums are evil, things are evil, Rembrandts are Russia, paintings bad, everything is bad, bad, bad. Like we were talking about in the first year this morning. For for an Amshafel, when we're not in our in our right place then those things can be takaklola. Those things can be a curse. The brachas of, of this world is a curse. When, you, when you're Rav Kook, a Rembrandt is not a curse for Rav Kook. For somebody else, it could be. For somebody else, it would be Bittel Tyra. What, what's, what what's Rav Kook walking around looking at a Rembrandt? So some small person will say, really, I think that Rav Kook should have been staying in the Bismedrus that day. And he wanted Davka, he asked, when he, he heard that there was a Rembrandt over there, and he said he wanted to see that. And he went there, and he was so nispal from it. The, 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 the beauty that he saw in the Rembrandt. For the person who's not ready, like Rav Hook wrote in one of his poems, all he hears is, Osir, Osir, Osir! It's forbidden, it's forbidden, it's forbidden! What's my, I have cousins of mine, cousins of mine, I remember when I was little, so they told me that they, that they, 
that they were in camp. There was a summer camp. I don't want to mention the name of it. It's a very beautiful Chassidisha camp. I don't think it's still around. Very, very strong place. And they were in camp in the summer. And they were very excited because they opened up, they built during the year, they built for them a swimming pool. They never had a swimming pool. They said they, said they always went to this lake, but the lake wasn't really a lake. It was more like a creek. And it, was, and it said they only went up a little bit over the knees. So they used to have to lie flat to get... <laughs> so they were so excited. He said they came the next year, and there was a pool, a swimming pool. And the kids' mamish went crazy. It was so gewaldi. There were a few older Bachan that went there. And my cousins told this to me. I remember when I was a little kid. There were a few older Bachan that went there, and they started to scream that this is Osir. This is Osir. And then they went and they took garbage cans from all over the camp, and they dumped the garbage cans into the pool. And the kids had to jump out of the pool. My cousin they had to get out of the pool. And there's somebody that made the poor things and said, put a fire over there. And they started breaking it. And the kids said there was no pool that summer. That's an arm shuffle, you understand? When you're in a low place, a swimming pool is going to take you away, is going to take you away from God. That a, that, a, that a child should be able to be in a swimming pool is something that detracts from holiness. I'm not saying there can't be such a music. I'm not, I'm not saying but that's not what God had in mind, you understand. That's not the tachlis. Asr, asr, asr. Hakal asr, Everything is forbidden to you. When a person is in a place of shiftless, that's all he could hear. Everything is forbidden to him. He never made the brocha matir asurim. Not isr, asurim, to be locked in a place of smallness, to be kept in such a small place. And everything in the world is whispering to him, like I'm just borrowing from Ralph Cook's poem, everything is whispering to him, stay away from me. So he goes to the Shadchan, and Shadchan says, what are you looking for? I like to see if you have the ugliest girl in New York, if that's possible. <laughs> the ugliest girl in New York. Says, oh, I never had such a request. I'm a big tzaddik, I'm a big, big tzaddik. I learned all this from an island, and I understand that, the, that for me, the, the best thing that will keep me from, God forbid, becoming a bad person is if you give me the ugliest girl in New York. If, it's the, if the ugliest in America would be even better, but, if it, but at least in New York should be the ugliest girl in New York. So, <clears throat> that's from Am Shafel. Rav Kook is saying, Birchus Hashem, Chai Hatanuk. A life of pleasure. Chaya Tanug. You know how many people got upset with the book for writing things like this? Chaya Tanug. The Ta'elis Raymus Hanefesh, Raymam Gai, all the Kisve, Tamil Balsham is on this Nakuda. And the Holy Vision that came to show the world that there was such a Mitzvah. And all the Tzadikim that lived like that. Ramendel of also lived in a way of Malchus. The Holy Vision they lived in a way of Malchus. The Tzadikim that lived like that. The Tzadikim that were against it, not because they disagreed with this Torah. Because they, but they were afraid of how the Hamayin Am would not understand them. And not, nobody said they were Mendel of Atepska, it's not Tzadik Yisrael. Nobody said that the vision is not. But there were Tzadikim that didn't agree with that. They told us was very much against, and other Tzadikim were against such Hanhagas. Devichayim. It's an Indian of Hanhaga. But the Tzadikim were afraid of, of the Hamayin Am that would have a Shrisa Kalim from such things. Yeah. 
<coughs> it says in the Pesach at the beginning, the connection that Rav Kook is making here, the Torah makes between Esadomish and Esatol, and with Chazal say all the brachas, Kashen Ishbatla was saying Erezovish Chalatvash. It says in Pesach, Vashem Berech Hazavim, what? Bakol. Vashem Berech Hazavim, Bakol. Those who learn this from Akadoshim know that Bakol is the Mida of Yisoid. And Yisoid means Tanug means intense pleasure. The midah of Vashem Berchas Avon Bakol. And we say in benching, Av Mitzvah Bakol Mikol Kol. Bakol is the midah of Tanik. I'm only going to say a lot in, in Kabbalah. I don't like usually say it because it's supposed to be Tachas Lashaynach. But for those who are a little bit familiar with the Svarmakadosh, there's an Indian of Arch Anpin, Binas Dikna, the highest level of Tanik. If you know what those words mean, if not, then ignore them. But the highest level of tanik, which is the which is the mother nursing the baby, the baby that's being nursed has the highest tanik in the world. It's the biggest tanik, the biggest delight and pleasure the baby has from that yichud, from that drink. It's the biggest tanik. Hashem berachas avim So the others were benched by Hashem. The others were benched back on Shbaruch with this midah of Hashem Achzav and Bakal. And that's why it says, Vayitain's kol ashaloi liyitzchak. When it says in positive, Vayitain es kol ashaloi liyitzchak, that Abba gave everything that he had to Yitzchak, the Svarim tell us it means that Abba gave over to Yitzchak the midah of kol. Kol means everything. But on a deeper level, kol means that Abraham gave over to Yitzhak the ability to experience the greatest tanuk, the greatest pleasure in this world. <coughs> Not chalila that takes away from Hashem Baruch Hu, that brings you closer to Hashem. Therefore, Tzadik writes in Sikhus Tzadik that the others are called Eisanei Olam, the powerful ones, the strongest ones. And he says that they had the biggest, biggest koyach of the biggest ability to feel pleasure and delight from this world. They're the biggest balik cheshek, cheshek. Again, the impression you would get by seeing in certain places and learning certain from you get an impression that Avram, that Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov were people that, 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 they, that they didn't have any shaykhs to this world. Even though Chumash doesn't say that. They had no shaykhs to the world. And they didn't have any interest in the world. Therefore, in, which part of the Torah, which part of the Torah spells out the brachas of Eretz Yisrael very, very, very clearly, very strongly? Which part in Chumash? Huh? Where? No, you're, you're close. No, Pashas Ekev. Look at the whole beginning of Pashas Ekev. Goes on and on and on. The beginning of Pasha's Ekev, or your Ekev Tishma. You haven't Kisov, you haven't Ray, but, but Ekev is the whole. That is the Pasha of Birchas Eretz Yisrael. And, and, and then the Torah, if, if they're saying over all the Brachas, you look there in Chumash, it says, it says, Loisechsar, what? Loisechsar, Kolba. 
it won't be missing the Indian of Kol. Kol Ba. It has this Midah of Kol. Eretz has the Midah of Kol. Leisachsa Kol Ba. Which is the Brach of Avraham Avinah, Hashem Berach Hazavim Bakol. Leisachsa Kol Ba. Yeah, is there a Chumash? Is this all Chumash? Chamishich. Vadvarm. Yeah, I have, I have, just go ahead. Look. After it says, after it says, uh, what we just learned, right? That you don't live just by bread, not just by bread. Not bread. <coughs> then the Torah goes on and says, All the brachas. Eretz the Eretz Zeis Shemunu Devash. I don't know how to translate. Everybody knows him. Eretz Asher Loi B'Miskeinus Toichel Balechem Loi Sechsa Kolba. What? I don't hear you. What's the pasuk? The pasuk is it's in Parakhes, Parakhes, beginning from pasuk Zayin. Parakhes in Devarim, Parakhes in Devarim, pasuk Zayin. Not to starve. This So the Mafarshim are asking, after it says all of these beautiful brachas, what is the Torah adding by saying Kalba? It already said all the brachas. So why does that why does the Torah have to then say it's not missing anything? It told us what it has. So why do you have to say afterwards it's not missing anything? The Torah says all the brachas are as Yisrael. Because all the brachas are contained in those words. So the Torah says because the, the Torah is saying that all of these things, all of these brachas of Eretz Yisrael for, that, are, that are reserved for Am Yisrael is this, is this bracha of Lesechsa Kol Ba. It's the Broch of Hashem Baruch Hazavim Bakol. Bakol. Bakol Mikol Kol. That's why we say that during benching. During benching. Bakal to Vesavatu, we say during benching, we say Avim Yitzchov Bakol Mikol Kol. Avim Yitzchov Yaakov Bakol Mikol Kol. The Indian of Oynik Shabbos, you know that each of the Sudas of Shabbos are connected to the Ovis, right? Avim Yitzchov the Sudas of Shabbos. Correspond to the three Ovis, the three Sudas of Shabbos. And the Oinig, the Oinig of Shabbos, that a person is able to ex- experience in the right way, the Shurish of that Oinig is in the Broch of Hashem Berches Avon Bakol. That's where it comes from. <coughs> that a person should have an Oinig Shabbos, a Tanug. 
Because on Shabbos, it's the highest relationship of Cholov and Dvash. In time, Shabbos is a Cholov and Dvash. That's why I explained to you that on Shabbos, we're not allowed to be boira, we're not allowed to separate between good and bad. The Malachis, my Sidur the Paz, the Malachis of separating because on Shabbos we're saying everything is bakol mikol, everything is good. It's all toiv, it's all toelis, it's chalv and dvash. When you're separating, you're saying there's something here that's not good. It's not bakol. When something is entirely good, you don't have to take out the bed. It's bakol. Shabbos is bakol. If on Shabbos, we don't pick out, we don't separate. Because Shabbos is a gilui of this bechina of hakol, bakol mikol kol. Shabbos, Shabbos, you don't separate. Because separating is saying that chaserba. The Indian of Shabbos is what? Klum? Is something lacking in the base HaMelech? That's Shabbos. Therefore, we don't do Melochs on Shabbos. Because a Melochah means something is not good. I have to fix it. Shabbos is no Melochahs. Because Shabbos in time is Leisech Kalba. Shabbos is not lacking anything. Leisech Sakal Melach Don't work on Shabbos. Shabbos is Leisech Kalba in time. Shabbos is Leisech Kalba in time. Eretz is in space. Eretz <clears throat> And the tzaddik is, the tzaddik is called in the nefesh. The tzaddik is the midah of kol. Ki kol v'ashamayim which is the midah of Yisoyed, which is Yosef at tzaddik, Kedushas Abris, which is lo Yosef etzef ima. There's no itzov and tachlan. Everything is pure. Everything is right. Everything is the way it's supposed to be. There's no psoilus. There's no garbage. It's purely elokus. It's everything physical, but you experience in that elokus, like the man. So in in nefesh, in nefesh, it's the tzaddik. In in time, in shana, it's Ezisel, Yishlaim, Yisamigdash. In place, rather, I said time. Mm-hmm. In place, I'm sorry. In place, it's it's a sole yushalayim is amigdash, and in time, it's Shabbos. It's Shabbos. It's elam shana nefesh. Those are the three bechinas. The tzaddik in the the kohen gadol in in the base amigdash, on yom kippur on 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 Shabbos Shabbos. Is a yichud of all of those bechinas. But that's the tzaddik. The tzaddik's. The tzaddik eats and he's satiated. That's Yosef at tzaddik. The tzaddik eats and he's satiated by the food that he eats. Because in the food that he eats, he finds Hashem Baruch Hashem Vakol. Kolba. In the food that he eats, because that's the Indian of the tzaddik. The Indian of the tzaddik is, is tzaddik Yisrael Eilam is the Bechina of Yosef at tzaddik. Which means it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be perfected. It's perfect. Lo Yosef There's no sadness that's mixed in. There's no psolas. It's the way it's supposed to be. Take if letzadik bracha. When tzadik, when Yosef letzadik comes to the house of Potiphar, everything starts to work out over there. Chazal say, take if letzadik bracha. The take if walks into some place. The tzadik walks in. There's bracha. Mitzvah on Sunday we're having. Uh, we're going to be. Mitzvah will have the shchir having the calorie rabbis all goes on he's he's going to be here on Sunday. 
So somebody asked him that the, 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 the baby's not able to talk anymore. The baby's so sick now. He's so sick. He's not able to talk. He can't, he can't move. Just his eyes a little bit. He can't move. So so this person was saying, so I, I have, in Yonav, I wanted to talk about, so how's it going to help? I can't. So how do you explain to the person? I was trying to say, just it's, take it for Tzadik Rachel. Just go next to him. Go in the Dal Ramas of Tzadik. It's Bakol Mikol Kol. If you're, ent- you're entering into a different zone. You're entering into the Bakol Mikol Kol. <laughs> into the Bakol Mikol Kol zone. You're entering into that zone, that place of what? Of Lesechsa Kolba. You're entering into that place of everything is there. The, the Tzadik doesn't have to say anything. You go into his Dal Ramas. You go into that place of his Dal Ramas. Lesechsa Kolba. It's... On a higher level, when the tzaddik is no longer encumbered by the physical guf, which unfortunately the Rebbe is no longer in Indian with the guf anymore. His guf doesn't work at all. It's a higher madrega bracha. The guf by him is bechal nothing. It was never anything when he was healthy either, for those who, who remember. But achas kam of because of the machla that he has, there's bechalal no guf. His goof doesn't work at all. It's cool in the shama. It's just a little bit, of, a little bit of the appearance of a goof. So Allah has come of a kama. The brachas of, of a tzaddik being in his dalramas is berchas Hashem hitaash aliyasev etzivim. That's the brach of etzis. The brach of hakol. Okay, Mitch Shama can continue next week to try to learn more about Yeshiva Zayichim. Mitch Shama to taste these brachas. Amen.